Welcome back. Today we're talking about Parsha Shmini, and the title of this week's essay is The Dangers of Enthusiasm for Rabbi Sachs' book, Studies of Spirituality. So Rabbi Sachs starts off talking about the word enthusiasm. We look at it today as a positive word, and the dictionary would describe it as a feeling of energetic interest in a particular subject or activity and an eagerness to be involved in it. And people with enthusiasm are passionate, have a lot of energy, and um, but the favorable connotation was not always present. Originally, it was referred as someone with a who was possessed by a spirit or demon was considered having enthusiasm. And in the 17th century of England, it it came to refer to revolutionary sects who were fanatic and zealots. Um, and, they, and these enthusiasts were looked at as irrational, volatile, and dangerous. Now, the Scottish philosopher David Hume noted that, quote, the corruption of the best things produces the worst. And Rabbi Sachs argues that's also the case when it comes to religion. And there's two ways that religion can go wrong, through superstition and through enthusiasm, but they're very different. Superstition is driven by ignorance and fear. Enthusiasm is the opposite. It comes from over overconfidence. The enthusiast is in such a high religious state, believing that they're inspired by God that they can be empowered. They feel empowered to disregard reason and restraint. And Rabbi Sachs brings this concept to a perplexing story in this week's parsha, which is about Nadav and Avihu, the two elder sons of Aaron who died and trying to determine exactly what the particular sin was that warranted them dying. Now, the Torah definitely ascribes significance to the death of these two sons. They're referred to uh, four different times in the Torah. And it was a bit of a shocking episode. It occurred on the day of the inauguration of the Mishkan service. And the sages are perplexed about what exactly happened so the text says that they offered an esh zara, an unauthorized fire, or a strange fire, before the Lord. And then, so fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. So the sages felt that there had to be some other thing, some character flaw, or some, some serious sin that would have led to such a drastic punishment. So there's numerous speculations about what that sin could be. Some say that they were guilty of entering the the Holy of Holies, the Kodesh Kadoshim. Others say that they ruled of their own without consulting Moses or Aaron. Other theories include they were intoxicated, they were not properly robed, they didn't purify themselves with water before offering a sacrifice, or they considered themselves so self-important that they had not married because no woman was good enough or even that they were impatient for Moses and Aaron to die so they could, they could become the leaders of Israel. So there's there's a lot of different uh, Midrashic interpretations of, of why they were punished, but they don't really folk, none of these interpretations uh, really reflect the plain sense of the verse. And this is what Rabbi Sachs goes back to when the Torah says merely that they offered unauthorized fire. So the sin was that they did something that had not been commanded. They may have done it for the highest of motives, 
And as Moses says to Aaron, as he comforts him after they were killed, he says, quote, among those who are near me, I will be sanctified. So he was suggesting that, you know, they were, they were, they had come very close to God. So the history of the word enthusiasm helps us understand this episode because Nadav and Avahu were enthusiasts in the, not in the contemporary sense of, of how we look at the word, but in, but in, in its historical sense, people who were full of religious passion and believed that God was inspiring them to do deeds in defiance of law and convention. They were holy, but also very dangerous. And by acting in this way, they're really um, acting outside of how a priest would normally act because a priest understands the power and the potential danger of sacredness. And that's why holy places, times, and rituals have to be guarded with rules and, and followed closely. So while bringing an unauthorized fire into the, into the Mishkan, into the tabernacle, might seem like a small offense, that unauthorized act can build and build into extremism, fanaticism, and even religiously motivated violence through unbridled enthusiasm. So if you look at the research of Daniel Kahneman, an Israeli uh, psychologist, the human brain is made up of two different systems. There's the thinking fast and slow, is the way he describes, is way, is way Dr. Kahneman describes him, thinking fast and slow. So, so the fast brain is the limbic system, which gives rise to emotions, and particularly this is in response to fear, the, the, flight, the fight or flight response is part of this. And the slow brain is the prefrontal cortex. It's the rational, deliberate part of our brain that allows us to think through the long-term consequences and consider alternative courses of action. And there's a benefit for us having both systems. Without instinctive responses from danger, we wouldn't survive uh, emergency threats. But if we don't have that slow, deliberative brain, we can't take the time to think through our actions and avoid destructive and self-destructive behavior. And our own happiness and the survival of civilization requires us to have a balance between these two. Because it gives rise to such intense passions, religious life also needs these constraints. It needs the constraints of law and ritual. So the entire intricate minutia of worship is part of effort to keep the fire of faith contained so that we can get we can give light and a glimpse of the glory of God, but we're not engulfed and burned in it. If we have an unbridled and uncontrolled relationship with the holy and divine, it can lead to destruction, it can lead to religious-inspired violence and claiming lives. So if we look at the modern day, we may, have attained, we may have tamed enthusiasm to the point where we could think of it as a positive force, but we can't forget that it wasn't always the case. That enthusiasm itself was destructive at one point, and that's how it was described. And the lesson from that, from Judaism, is that that's why 
there's so many laws and so much attention to detail. And the closer we come to God, the more we need that to, to control our behavior so we don't get swept up into religious fervor that's uh, destructive. So I think that's an interesting thought, and I hope everyone enjoys this week.